right, y'all. I'm back. Welcome to Men Talk 2, the podcast. Shot right here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. But we're bringing you stories from around the world. Uh, today, like I put out my clip on my Facebook page, that we're going to talk about the legal system, uh, justice system, uh, kids, and um, gentrification. Because it was noted in the paper that I read about this story about an influx of uh, people of color moving into a certain neighborhood, which was uh, predominantly white. And uh, the school that this story took place at uh, is uh, 93 to 96% uh, people of color. Not only just black kids, but Latinas and, you know, of that nature. So I'm going to play a clip of the story that we're talking about, and then we're going to comment on it after it gets done playing. So roll the clip. To see a judge under fire for illegally jailing black kids for watching a fight back in 2016. The alleged crime, listen to this, criminal responsibility of conduct of another. One of the problems, that's a fake law. News Nation's Gerald Harris at our national station WKRN is live. So, Gerald, the judge just made up this law. Yeah, Nicole, in 2016, lawmakers actually called for a federal investigation into the arrest and detainment of black elementary school students in Rutherford County. And now there's a renewed focus on the judge responsible for this jailing of those kids. There has to be something done to everyone who was involved in this. Donna Scott Davenport, the sole Rutherford County juvenile judge, is facing renewed scrutiny over a filter system, which allowed jail staff to determine when a child is released. It's my understanding that they created a law that wasn't even on the books in order to make that happen. According to a report from WPLN and ProPublica, Judge Davenport instituted a policy that all children charged with crimes be processed at the detention center. In 2016, 11 elementary school children were detained and or locked up after allegedly witnessing a fight between a five and six year old. That is horrible abuse of power. And I can't imagine, I mean, we have the administrative office of the courts. I believe they should take action and investigate. The alleged crime, criminal responsibility for conduct of another, a fake law. You can't make up the law. James McCarroll Jr. is the senior pastor of First Baptist Murfreesboro. His church held the first community meeting following the arrest in 2016. He says there cannot be two systems of justice. We have a responsibility to all of our citizens, to give them a system that looks out for them, that allows them to not only have a constitutional right, but to have people who are assigned to carry out that constitutional right, who have hearts to really make sure that people are in the best state and space that their lives can have. Multiple Rutherford County commissioners say because of pending litigation, they cannot comment. In 2014, 48% of children were jailed under Judge Davenport's watch. The statewide average at the time was 5%. We are letting kids fall through the cracks in all different ways. And this is just one more way we have discovered where DCS has dropped the ball. And they need to be looking closely at uh, these programs to make sure that they are following our laws. And in a settled lawsuit in 2017, Rutherford County agreed to pay each of the 11 children nearly $400,000, Nicole. 
All right. With that being said, I'm finna go in on this judge. And I, and and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But we got the proof. We got the investigation that's taking place. This judge is is corrupt. Now, don't get me wrong. I am all for law. I am all for justice. I am all for people that that do wrong need to pay for their consequences by law. But we talking about kids off school property. At a basketball court, watching a fight, and they get arrested for it, we got a problem. I don't like it. I, I'm 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 hope I'm one of many. Actually, I am because they had a petition now trying to get this chick removed from office. This is an elected official. She's the only elected official that's over the whole juvenile system. In Rutherford County Which is MTSU basically That's where it's at So She used to be a professor At MTSU They cut ties with her Because of this story And some other stuff That's going on Before this story Popped out But She's one of those One of those people And what I mean By one of those people Is she abuses the law She she twists the law To make it in her favor For Putting these kids In jail Traumatic experience for kids. If you ever, it's traumatic for grown folks to be arrested. Much less, let's let's not talk about kids. Got police officers going to the school, picking these kids up and taking them to throwing them in the back of the car in handcuffs and taking them to the juvenile detention center. And one one of the things that I read about it too, it's not like they took them there and then they got right out. Like some of it was saying it, you know, in some cases it would take two to three days before they could even get out. Right. Now, my problem is, and and I just imagine this: you go to work, you drop your kids off at school, they go to the school bus stop, they get on the bus, they go to school, they are plucked out of school and taken to a detention center, and you, the parent, don't know because that's what happened. Nobody from the jail called them. The school called after the fact. In one story I read, which is pertaining to the same story, the assistant principal was, she felt as though she was bullied by one of the police officers. Now, let me let me give you some background story on police officers. It was two black cops and one white cop. Guess who was in charge of this whole fiasco? The white cop. I'm not pointing fingers. This is not a, this is not right by race. Let me let me clear that up now. This is about doing what's right. I don't care if it was a black cop and two white cops. It's still dead ass wrong. Plain and simple. Especially when it's not even a law. It's not a law to watch a fight. It's not a law. There's nothing behind that. There's there's no... If that's the case, everybody that's then witnessed a fight at, at a pro sporting event on should be arrested. Hey, even in school, we all used to stand there and just I'm watch. right. On time, you'd ever try to really break it up as if it was one of your friends, right? If, you know, or they getting just whooped out yeah. to the point that they can't defend themselves. Yeah, that's the two differences. But even then, though, we talking about elementary school. We talking about elementary school kids. We talking about lunchables. We talking about Debbie cakes. 
chocolate milk. What time's nap time? The square pizza with the cheese on it. All that. We talking about school kids. Now, this judge <laughs> is locking up black kids at an alarming rate. The national average was 5%. Rutherford County, 48%. Black kids. But are we really surprised at that? Though? We, as a culture, are not surprised by that. This is an eye-opening story for people that uh, that are not being subjected to this. That are not of color? People that are not being subjected to this. I don't care if you white, black, red, green, yellow, blue, pink, with the sprinkles on it. If you being treated wrong, something should be done about it. This chick been in office, elected official, has been in office since 2000. And this has been going on that long. Yeah, because that's when uh, when she first got elected. That's when she enacted the just lock everybody up and let yep. it, let the courts figure it out. And it was a mandate. It was a it was a note. It was a a, a it, it's not a law. A memo. Yeah, it's a memo. <laughs> it's not a law. It's a sticky note. <laughs> Put on your little computer. At yeah, your, at your desk. Yeah, but it's a sticky note. Lock them all up. I figure it out, and we'll figure it out later. What? No, not we. I like you said, because she's the only one in charge of that whole system. There's no jury. There's no nothing that could say, you know, hey, you should you shouldn't do this. You got the prosecutors. They in on it because they want this stuff to be done too. All they care is about the system working, which is not. It's is fundamentally broken. But it's like you said at the beginning. It's about gentrification. It's about gentrification. And whenever it, an area is predominantly one race, they don't they're gonna do everything they can to deter another race from coming in that they don't want there that is correct and that's part of what what's going on here in rutherford county tennessee and this is the other reason why i'm bringing this story to the light because it's in our state this is happening in our state yeah what a couple of hours hour and a half two hours yeah away. a couple of hours away right over the mountain dead ass wrong that that's that's all i got to say about it this is dead ass wrong this chick is going to be in office until 2022 she they get it's it's a half a million petitions half a million people have signed petitions saying hey look this chick need to get out of there but guess what she didn't lose her job the three officers got fined they didn't lose their job the prosecutor didn't lose his job or her job whoever was in on it they didn't lose nobody got fired and see, like that's the sad part about it. it we, we talking about a council culture. Why not cancel this bitch? Why not? What's wrong with it? Council culture just cares about popular things like music artists, movie actors, and like they don't care. Council culture ain't for politics or you know um, law stuff. You. It's just what it is. Like it's easy to be like, oh, we're not gonna listen to who who is the last person. We're not gonna listen to um, Tory Lanes. All right, cool. Nobody listen to Tory Lanes, or you know, we don't want to listen to this person, or we're not gonna watch any of this. You know. So like, basically, you're telling me the stuff that's important in life, like the the mental stability of these kids who being thrown in the back of a car, handcuffed, taken to jail. Sorry, a detention center. 
Yeah, same thing. It's a freaking jail because you can't get out. You can't see your parents who, by the way, like I still said, had no clue. These parents are waiting for their kids to get home from school and come to find out the assistant principal called them after the fact. I said that earlier, but I didn't, I didn't finish that part of the story. She called them, tell them, hey, your kid been locked up. All the parents running down to the police station slash detention center slash whatever you want to call it. And uh, one of the parents, which was a father of one of the girls who got arrested, which was a diabetic. Wow. Yeah. So, so she didn't have a medicine, I'm sure. She. This is what happened on that story. So this chick, the little girl, not, that, not this chick, this girl, this little girl. They was going to take her to jail. Well, to the detention center. I keep saying jail. It might. It's, it's, it's jail. It's the same detention thing. Detention center. It's for, the same thing. You be in the for juveniles. You be so. in the tank. It's, it's the jail. They got out of school. Actually, they didn't even get out of school. They got them before they even got out of school. School was at two. School got out at two thirty. They get there up like one something and pulled them all out. This chick who was the girl who was supposed to have her diabetic shot at two o'clock. They waited for her to get her shot done and then take her to jail. Wow. <laughs> One of the girls was on the back on the school bus finna get up out of there. They stopped the bus. Come on off here. Let's go. But like I said, are, are we really surprised? Because, I mean, there's a bunch of instances like this in history that we can go back on. I mean, the not to go off topic, but the Duke situation where the player um got got arrested for assault uh you compare that to the guy who was who was falsely accused and convicted that lost his scholarship and oh he, yeah with the nfl thing like yeah yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. so and then on top of that the duke lacrosse guy ended up getting his uh conviction um vacated <laughs> I'm, I've got it pulled up right here, like on Google. It, you know, so I'm because I'm looking at different comparisons. Because, like we said last episode, everything we say is going to have facts behind it. So I'm looking, looking up facts for every topic, and yeah, like we're yeah. we're used to this because we've seen it our whole life. We shouldn't be used to it. The law should work for you, just as it should for me, just as for anybody else. It should be across the board. It shouldn't be no. I'll tell you where it takes a turn. When people get in office and they experience power and notice that they can do whatever they want to, whenever they want to, however they want to, to anybody that they can to. That's how that works. Oh, I can see I can put him in jail for two, three years. Or this dude black and he fit the profile of this thing to name. And yeah, let's go ahead and put him in jail too. Or, you know, stuff like that. That's what happens. We get these elected officials who people want in its offices to further their agenda of locking folks up. People of color, women, whatever you want to call them, that's what they do. That's the problem I have with the justice system. Like I said earlier, I have no problem with the law. We need law. The law in itself is black and white on paper. Period. You run a red light, you get a ticket. That's the law. Green, you can go. That's the law. Yellow, you supposed to. Well, here in Tennessee, speed up <laughs> to make it through it. To make it, it through it before red. it turn red. But you know, the law is the law. That's that's just a simple. 
explanation of the law. We know we can't go out here and steal stuff. We know we can't go out here and shoot folks and blah, 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 so forth and so on. You pay for your consequences of breaking the law. This chick making up laws. They ain't even went through the House of Representatives here in Tennessee or the Senate in Tennessee. The governor had no clue about this. The one that appointed her, Haslam, he long gone about his business doing his little oil thing with, with whatever he doing. Bill Lee has no comment because he's trying to find out what's going on with this chick. The judge, sorry, Miss Davenport, Mrs. Davenport. I don't even, I don't even know if she married. I think she is married because her name used to be something else, but I think she's a, a married judge. But she's been running unopposed for the last, I think she's got an eight-year term. And the last time they had to vote, she ran unopposed. I don't know why. That must be nice. It is. Either nobody wants a job or nobody. she's making it to the point that nobody's interested in a job. But let me say this, and, and let me be very clear when I say this. Petitions are not going to do anything. Not one bit. A bunch of signatures on a piece of paper might draw a little attention, but it's not going to get her out of office. Now, y'all know how I am about voting. If you don't know, let me tell you what I am about voting. If you think your voice don't count, you stupid. Every vote counts. And in this case, every vote should have counted up there when she got elected. I'll say this. As far as local elections, your vote counts, in my opinion. But All of them count. To, to me, in the presidential stuff, your vote don't really count. It counts. Twice in my history, the, the person that's had the popular vote still lost the election. So if your vote counted... And that's 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 a broken system as well. I hate to say it. That's a broken system. The electoral college should be done away with. Period. That's my that's my vote on that. That's my opinion on that. It should be no electoral college. It should be no the state say one thing, but these four, five, ten guys say another. Let's gonna vote. Let's go with the electoral college. But that's that's neither here nor there. But I mean, that's how it works. That's that's why people feel unempowered when it comes to voting because yep. they know for a fact if I vote for this dude who he says got my best interest in heart at heart, but then you got a couple of guys that's that's sitting in the background saying, "Oh no, we're not gonna vote that way," even though the the state went that way or the popular vote went that way, it doesn't matter. That's why people don't vote. So to me, the local elections really are starting to mean more than that than the presidential. They should because they directly affect you in this state, in this city, in this county. It should matter. Like I've never voted in a local election. <laughs> I'm you know, and I'm I'm not proud of that at this point in my life, but only time I've voted in a local election was the presidential ballot when it, you know, everything's yeah, kind of lined up in the same on, thing. on there. But as far as like when it's the off years, I haven't. And that's what I'm getting more into now because, you know, I'm a homeowner now. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's like, man, what's this person doing in my district? Like, why are these roads messed up? Why do we not have sidewalks for these kids to walk on? Right. You know, like, as I'm getting older, I'm starting to think about that. 
And the only way to change that is going to my local people. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a no-brainer. You do, <laughs> you vote for your local officials who are supposedly supposed to represent you. You're supposed to be able to take a problem to them and they're supposed to have it fixed or give you some kind of feedback on why they can't be fixed. So all that being said, this chick ran on the post. From 2000 up until, like I said, she'll be out of office. Well, maybe not. We don't know how the voting going to go in 2022. But petitions are not going to work. I'm not saying go up there and shoot a house up. I'm not saying, you know, no kind of violence is necessary for this because the damage has been done. These kids are scarred for life. Much as I hate to say that. It don't take much for kids to be scarred. A dad not there. A mama died there. Or, or or whatever. It doesn't take much. These kids are scarred for life. And here's the thing that, that, that nobody has said that I need some answers to. Surely enough, the, the charges was dropped against these kids that didn't prevent a fight. They, all they did was watch and somebody videotaped it and put it on the internet. My question is, are their information, fingerprints, or whatever it is, still in the system. Of course. They're never going to delete it. It's that. never going to delete it. It can be sealed because they are minors, but still. It's still in the you're system. You're still in the system. I mean, sealed just means the general public can't access it. Correct. Your fingerprints in there, you know, you could. For life. So these kids, these black kids, these 11 black kids, even though they're getting some money, I don't think it's enough. I think it averaged out to be, I don't know how much it averaged out to be, but it's not enough for them to wipe away what the traumatic experience they did going through it. Now, a couple of these kids had nothing to do with this. Let me put that out there too. They weren't there. They weren't involved they were not even around it was a police officer female police officer i'm now this let me let me let me put this out there so i'm putting mayo and mustard and lettuce and tomato on this sandwich for y'all to eat and i'm getting all my ingredients from several different stories now the story i'm quoting all this stuff from is veteranstoday.com they have a very detailed account from the investigative report that went on with this whole deal back in 2016. So if you need to find that out or you want to look at it or you want to look in detail at what's going on, go to that website, veteranstoday.com, and you can get the whole detailed description of what happened in this investigation. Word for word, verbatim, what everybody said and did in this particular story that happened. And this is only one story. Yeah, there's a bunch of them out there. There's a bunch of them out there. I'm talking about this one in particular. Because there's no way that should be a judge with absolute power and have no accountability system set up for her to not answer to anybody. I mean, I'm sure sure there is, but... There is not. There's not. Because she is the only judge that's running that whole DCS program. So they don't have like a panel or no. a review. Or, no. That's crazy. That's why she can do what she can do whenever she can do it 
to whomever she can do it to. Period. She called herself the mother of the county because of these kids and other kids that's that's in, that's in jumped in her court. And she got another instance going on, and and it's so stupid, but it it makes sense to me now because she 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 rules with absolute domineering power. Same judge took the kids from a, a mother and sent them off to be adopted. Kids got adopted, and um, it 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 went smooth until. Another court, they, it, it was a, uh, what do they call it? Uh, we, we bump it up to the next court. Oh, um, go up to like yeah. the Supreme yeah, Court. Yeah, whatever. So they, yeah, same yeah. thing. She, they, they went to that court. Appeals. I appeals think. court. There you go. And that, the appeals judge said, no, we want the mother and the child or children to be together. You need to reverse that decision and put them back together. She said no. No, I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not doing that. That's not me. I said I'm going to do it this way. It is going to be this way. She fought back and forth with the appeals court, and while all this was going on, the adoption process and went through. So the chick lost her rights. The mother lost her rights to the kids while all this bouncing back and forth between courts was going on. I was like, I read this story. I was like, man. You got no accountability. None. The judge, they bumped it up twice. The judge said first time, yeah, go ahead and you need to put the parent, kids and parents back together. No. You need to do this immediately. This is the second time. Immediately. Let, let's make it happen like today. Too late. Chick, the dude, the kids, gone. Adopted. You, you can't do nothing about it unless... The parent, the new parents, decided to say, "You know what? This ain't right. Let me go to court, and you know, blah blah blah, so forth, so on." Ain't nobody doing that. So, so really, this chick been in power for twenty over juvenile court. Yes, has more absolute power than somebody that's in this county. Okay, in that county, has more power than like a a, a criminal judge does. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, and I'm like. <laughs> What is she doing? I, 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 let me get back to the story. My problem with this story is not only that they that the, first of all, this judge has no accountability. She has to answer to nobody. She is the only one that can go and say and do whatever with these kids. Or whomever kids, whoever comes in her court, she has the absolute authority to say, you know what, we're going to lock you up for a week or two days or an hour or whatever. And there's no repercussions behind her decisions. Because obviously, like I said earlier, in the story with the, the adopted parents and the mother and the separation of the kids and whatever, she don't give a damn who says what to whom she going to make her decision final the appeals court don't matter I guess you physically got to go in there and say hey look judge put them guests put them kids back together with their parents yeah she don't answer to nobody 
that's the part I don't like about the whole justice system. Hopefully, hopefully this story will bring light to that and possibly change some things. It's like any movement, any uprising, any protest, it's going to get a little traction and then it's going to fall off. This chick is still going to be in office. And I bet you, I'm willing to put some money on this one, that she's going to get reelected in 2022. I mean, if she's been doing it and getting away with it this long. Since 2000. So, I mean, unless the people that are recently moving in that's having all these issues actually get out there and vote, then yeah. It ain't going to change. But at that point, she would even need somebody to run against her. And if nobody runs. It ain't going to change. So. But see, that's the only. That's what I tell people. The only way to change things nowadays is by infiltration. Yeah. And I don't mean infiltration in a bad way. No. You know, it's like, <clears throat> excuse me, we have all these issues with the police officers, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Only way to change it, change it is for instead of us telling our kids not to become police officers, tell them to become police officers. Tell them to become a lawyer. Tell them to become a judge because – Infiltration is the only way it'll change. I mean, Atlanta is the prime example of that. You know, one of the most powerful black, predominantly black cities in the country. And it, it didn't happen overnight. It didn't, no. it didn't happen by people saying, oh, I'm not going to be a police officer. It happened. Cool. This is what I'm going to do. You know, this is I want to be this. And I've got a um, my brother-in-law is a city of Chattanooga police officer. And he's told me stories where, you know, he's he's counseled people and then let them go. And like, man, you know, I could really give you a ticket or take you to jail for this. But I don't want to continue the cycle. This is what you need to do. Now, if I see you doing this same thing again, you know, I'll use for an example, like say somebody driving without a license. You know, you can be taken to jail for that immediately. If you let somebody go and then you just like, now, if I see you again, then I got to I got to do what I got to do. But I'm giving you a chance to get your life right, to get your situation right. And the only way that's why I say the only way we can change things is by infiltration. Hey, totally agree. We need people to become city council members. We need people to become police officers. We need people to become judges, lawyers. You know, whatever it is that you seeing that we have a problem with, teach your kids to become that. Mm-hmm. And hopefully their experiences, once they get in there, will they'll go in with a different mindset and like, okay, this is broken. Let me fix it. Or at least make an attempt to fix it. No one person will fix anything. You need a group. You need a mob. You need a protest. You need a group of folks that's, got, that's like-minded. To go in and say, you know what? Let's tear all this down and start from Jump Street. Let's 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 begin again. Times change, laws should change. Cause back in the eighteen hundreds, you didn't have a stoplight for a horse and buggy. Times change, laws should change. And this law, my bad, it's not a law. <laughs> this memo should be ripped up off of her computer 
and shredded. And she needs to be out of office. She needs to be replaced. She needs to be, I would think, charged with something. I don't know what's on the books for her to be charged with, but she needs to be charged with something. Endangering the child. Something. Something got to be going on. Like I said, them kids are scarred for life. There's no way they're going to they, they gonna, they gonna look back at me like, yeah, I was arrested. They can take that either way. As a positive way, yeah, I'm not going to do that again. Or you know what? Fuck it. I'm in the system now. I'm not come, I'm not going to get out of it. I'm not going to get a chance at it. Like, that shows you as an elementary child. Elementary. That this system is not set up for me to succeed. Which we all know. Yeah, but you don't know that in elementary school. They do. Now they yeah they do yeah. they do but you know what's what was what's horrifying to me is that these parents got to have that talk right now because the color of your skin you're gonna get treated differently. There's two set of two sets of laws. There is the law, and then there's a law for you because of you and your color, you and your gender. I mean, yeah, because we know, you know, we have, you have to move different. You have to act different. I agree. It shouldn't be that way. Because, like I said from Jump Street, the law is the law. The law don't care if a black man or a white man runs a red light. It's the freaking law. You're supposed to stop, period. No matter what color you are. You're supposed to stop. If you break the law, <laughs> you you either get a ticket or whatever. Not get a ticket, get pulled over, ser- car search, you get pulled out of the car and handcuffed and sit on the sidewalk or thrown on the hood of your car. It's two different instances. Same thing, two different instances. That's my problem with the law and the law for us. But you know we we've all been there. I mean, I've we've had, all been there. Yeah, have those had those instances. Like, <laughs> you know what it's like getting threw down on the on the concrete car search and everything because you got a tail light out, handcuffed. Because you have a tail light out. Can I search your car? I, I I was went through that at eighteen. Like my tail light is out and I'm handcuffed on the ground. Yeah, with my car being searched because you pulled me over because of a tail light. Tail light. I don't think that's how it's supposed to go. You either give me a citation or you don't. Right. These kids shouldn't have to go through that. These kids, period. I don't care. Like I said earlier, I don't. I, I, I really don't care about race. I really don't. Like I said, when it comes to the law, it, it's just the law. It shouldn't matter. But we got people in office that are abusing their office to further their agenda to lock up folks, especially kids in Rutherford County, to... And, and what's sad on it is, it's like you said, it's just right up the street from us, but, you know, yeah. racism is dead, so they say, like, Stop. you know, all, all that stuff, and it's like, Obviously, you ain't from Tennessee. It might be in California. It might be in New York. But uh, racism is everywhere but, in every country throughout this entire globe. Because somebody gonna always figure and think that they are privileged 
and they are better than the next person. And they use this measuring stick of race to further that agenda. Wow. So with all this is being said, sure enough, they got a settlement. There's a federal investigation going on. The investigation has has not been finished or finalized yet. These folks are still in office. These folks are still in their police uniforms, probably still doing the same thing they've been doing because there has been no repercussions for their actions. But even if there, the investigation is done and come back, nine out of ten times, the only ones that will have any repercussions will be the police officers and not the judge. If it goes the way that, based off everything you're telling me and what I've read. I would think with a federal investigation going on that the governor of this great state of Tennessee would step in and say, you know what? Bitch, get your shit and get out of here. And I mean it. And matter of fact, don't run for nothing else. Matter of fact, run down to the end of your driveway. Don't 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 do that. Crazy. It 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 aggravates me to the point that I don't know I don't know how I can get this information out to y'all any clearer than this is what I'm doing now. It's not my county. I can't go vote. I can't say anything about this county outside of what's been going on. But I, I want this particular podcast to be shared with everybody that has an ear. And just open your eyes to see what's really going on in Rutherford County, right up the road from Chattanooga. Because it could be happening here, too. And we don't even know it. I mean, our police, our police department is known for sweeping things under the rug, you know. Well, if you do any kind of dirt, you're gonna get swept up, swept up under the rug. So that's that's neither here nor there. The, the point is, I, I need the regular everyday group of citizens that that are concerned about the county, their city, their state, to start paying attention to what's going on around them. My thing is, like I said earlier, this story shouldn't even got out. Because it, it should have been nipped in the bud. It should have been happened. nipped in the bud or some kind of countermeasure should have been put up for this chick to, to not get away with the stuff she's been doing for decades. Damn near 20 years going by and she's been doing this. Actually, it would be 20 years because she, like I said, she, she got to come up for re-election in 2022. And she got in office in 2000. Two decades of locking up kids. And I would hate to say it, but I don't hate to say it. The majority of the kids were African-American, black, Negro, whatever you want to call them. People of color. You want to go that route too, to be politically correct. And I don't care what what race you are. It's like kids being locked up for something that's not even a crime should bother you. Anybody being locked up for 
something that's not a crime should bother you, yet alone kids. Yeah. These kids was locked up for watching a fight. And they, my bad. They was they was locked up for not doing anything for breaking up the fight. Let me clarify that because I don't want to misquote nothing. So <laughs> it irks me. If, if if it happened here at Chattanooga, I would be livid. You should be livid anyway because it's happening. Because there again, if we're not talking about adults. We're talking about kids. We're talking about kids. We're talking about kids that can't defend themselves. We're talking about kids that you, you put them in handcuffs. What, why would you put a kid in handcuffs? You can't catch a third grader. You ain't faster than a third grader. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Come on now. Not even on school property. They saw a video and just just brought out the paddy wagon. Hold on. So this wasn't even on school property. No. I missed that part of no, the story. No, it was not on school property. So how does the school have any rights? They don't. Because as long it has to either be on school property or a school bus. Notice what I'm saying. They saw the video. They was at a basketball court. The judge said, lock them all up. I want all of them. Give me all of them. Two out of the uh, 10 or the 11 had nothing to do with it. They weren't even in the video. They was mistaken identity and got locked up and put in the system. Two of the girls. And I'm like, dude. I would I be livid. Like, that's... It's not enough to be mad though I don't know like even just like looking at the story When I was researching the story It's like I don't know whether I'm more Frustrated Or hurt by the situation Cause I can imagine I try to put myself in you know Think of it like how would I react if it was me I would hate to have to have this conversation With my kids You gonna have to have it I, Like I said earlier you gonna have to have this conversation I had to have this conversation with my son. Well, I'm saying who is biracial. Hold on, hold on. He's yeah. biracial. My son is biracial. And I still had to have this conversation with him. Hey, look, dude, when you get pulled over, put your hands on the wheel, turn the car off, make sure you have your information, documentation out, ready. Don't reach for shit. Yeah. I don't want you reaching for nothing. Don't give these guys no reason to do nothing. Yep. Talk you talk them through talk your like actions. You, exactly. Like, talk like you got some sense. Talk like you, you you went to Stanford, Harvard, Yale, whatever. And make sure you get home and get where you're supposed to be alive without injury. And see You're gonna have to have that talk. White people don't have to have that talk. Right. And see me being biracial, my mom's white. She didn't have that conversation with me like that. Yeah. Like, not, it wasn't like one just true sit down conversation. Yeah. It was just bits over time, mm-hmm. you know, like, hey, you know, in this situation, you need to make sure you do this. So, you know, so. But she had to talk. Yeah. 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 And, and it, it's sad because it's like, we do, we have to sit there. Hey, my license is in my back pocket. Is it okay if I reach back there and get it? Or, you know, I got pulled over. I'm. License to carry Got pulled over on my motorcycle college day I'm I'm sitting there like shaking And the police officer seen that 
helmet on the tank, hands on the hands on the helmet, not moving. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, officer, I've got a gun on my left hip. I'd appreciate it if you if you would remove it for me so that we you know we don't have any problem. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, nah, I can tell that we're gonna be. Also, I'm just telling you, I don't feel comfortable right now. Correct. Because you know I don't want you to think I'm reaching at Given all. Given the history of what's going on in this country, in this city, in this state. That's why we have to go through this whole process. Sad but true. People of color have to go through this and explain each and every action, each and every moment, <laughs> or else risk the risk the risk the possibility of being shot, or maced, or tasered, or or pulled off of pulled out of a window, or pulled off a bike. This is stuff we have to live with and, and explain every single freaking day. And what's sad is, you know, I'm from the hood. I'm from the projects. Like, that stuff don't... Growing up, I've been, you know, shot at, you know, stuff like that. And it's like I'm more afraid of the police than I was any of that stuff. Yeah. Because... Because it's organized. It's organized. That's the reason why people are afraid of the police. It's organized. It's not just random bullets flying, people just running around shooting, blah, blah, blah. This is all organized. I can call my backup and have them here, and we can organize you to get up out of your car, or we can organize your search. It's, it's planned. It's, 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 that's the way it is. You're not scared of just running around, you know, whatever, blah, yeah. blah, blah, because you can get away. You can run, blah, blah, blah. But if it's, I can call somebody a mile away and have them come meet me here. And it's 12, 12 guns right. just at me. right. It's organized. That's what the that's how the fear set in. I can call somebody. I never you, even thought of that. Yeah, I can call somebody and we can get you out the car. Or I can call ten people and we can get you out the car. That's how they work. That's how the fear gets set in. Plus, you doing wrong. Plus, you don't know the law. Plus, blah 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 blah. That's how that work. That's how fear sets in. Ignorance. <laughs> will get you messed up if you don't know the law. If you don't know that, that you you ain't got to stay there because you don't feel detained. If you if you don't think you'd be detained, if they don't say you detained, you ain't got no reason to be there. You can go on about your bit. Am I being detained? Uh, no. Bye. That 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 was one thing that I didn't learn to ask until I was grown. Yeah. But these are these are talks that we need to have with kids that are out here driving. And riding and and all this stuff stuff. But at, at, like after my my tail light incident when I was eighteen, it was like I I made it a point to learn the law. Yeah, you know certain certain things. So you know it got to where I probably said a few things over the years to police officers that I shouldn't have, but it was like I wasn't in the wrong. So right. what you gonna do? Right. I'm gonna show you the same amount of respect you showing me right now. Correct. Only thing different is they got the law behind them. They can throw a charge on you for anything. Mm, true. That's the difference. But you know, as a young man, you don't You don't know that. You, you, or that's you, not you your thing. That's you, not you your wheelhouse. Care. Yeah, you you or you don't care, that's not the issue. Yeah. Like you feel disrespected because this dude pulled up on you and said something out of the way to you, or said something to the point that you didn't agree with. And if you don't agree with it, you get a ticket, and then you go to court, and you 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 explain your differences of opinion, 
And more than likely, I hate to say it. You know who they're going to side with. You're going to get ruled against. Pay the money, pay the fine, pay the court costs. If you don't do that within a certain amount of time, let's go on and lock you up and put you in jail and put you in the system as well. It's like getting a speeding ticket when they didn't hit you with radar. Right. They 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 paced. I guessed. Yeah. I paced. My car is it, my my speedometer is tuned. So you know you can you can lie and say whatever you want to. Once they put it down the report, the report is God, unchangeable. It, it it's it's the law. That and I know that for a fact because I was in an accident and had a report written a certain way. Not in my favor, and I couldn't get nothing out of it. So, this is personal experience now. But these kids going through their personal experience of being locked up, handcuffed, thrown in the back of a police car, pulled off buses. This the diabetic girl had to wait, get get her shot and then get put in the back of a car and throw it in jail slash detention center. Dead ass wrong. Scar for life. For life. Not gonna tr- <clears throat> not gonna trust the law. Nope. Nope. There's no trust there. There's nothing there. Period. I was done wrong. I remember the time when I was this is years later, I'm sure. I remember the time when I was thrown in jail for watching a fight and not doing nothing about it. That's gonna always come to these kids' mind. And people are gonna look at them like they crazy, like, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> But in this day and age, we do have proof because there's a story out about it. True. So she can. All, all them kids can pull it up. That was me. If you choose to identify yourself with that. Right now, they're just using initials for these kids. But you can relate to it. So I, 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 I don't know what to say. And I hope the, the settlement for these kids was worthy enough for them to at least comfort whatever injuries, injuries they got going on with them. I know it'll never be nothing mentally that can solve that issue, but we hope we can do what we can do. And I hope this that, that this story gets out, like I said earlier, and I hope that it, it opened the eyes of people in, in local elections who are running. Do your due diligence to research these people that are supposedly re, re, representing you. I hope that we as a people can come together and get not only this situation solved, but any situation that come up like this, when some kind of injustice is being handled or put out there, that we come together and fix it. Color doesn't matter right now. This is about the scarring, emotional scarring of kids. So with that being said, do your due diligence. Y'all stay safe. Be good out there. And uh, next week, let me go ahead and put this out there now. Hey, next week gonna be it's gonna be crazy next week. And and let me let me go ahead and just tell a story now. So next week we talking about. Well, hold on, hold on. Give me let me let me end the topic yeah, we yeah, talking yeah. about in that one. with with a famous quote, just because. This is one of them that has always hit home, and it's by Dr. Martin Luther King okay. Jr. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Agreed. And I feel like that is perfect for this situation. It is. 
Alright, my bad. I just no, you good, felt you like good. I needed to add yeah, yeah. that. Cause Please add that in there. Because that, that's that's, that's powerful. important. That's, that's powerful important. To this one. Very important because we are experiencing injustice right now. So it's pertinent to the conversation. Now, next week, we're talking about relationships, men and women. We're gonna have two women in on the podcast. We're gonna talk about what you bring to the table. In a relationship slash marriage. We ain't talking about just money or ass. We talking about what you what more can you bring to the table? And we talking about men and women bring it to the table. We're not just gonna throw the throw the ladies on fire and be like, what can the women you as a woman, what can you bring? Like it's gonna be I think this one's gonna be a powerful one for us. It might be a two parter. <laughs> Possibly. If 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 I know th- the one I invited, she ain't going. Okay, <laughs> I will tell you that now, and I hope she ain't scared to talk. But she, and I, I don't think she is. She ain't going because she's been out there by herself. Well, she's been married, but she's been out there on her own as a single person for a while. And uh, I, I think she gonna she gonna represent. So next week uh, we gonna come with that, and we gonna see what what. What what we can come up with, what neutral ground we can come to, or who win, who lose, however you want to put it. So y'all be good, be safe, and uh, like I said, check out this story about this judge, and make sure y'all uh, if you can't do nothing here, just just be mindful of what's going on in the city here too. Local elections, vote in your local election, vote in your local election. So this this kind of crap won't happen here in in Chattanooga. Even though it might be already doing, but you know, it is what it is. Or your city, wherever you at, listen. Yeah. Yeah, wherever you at in your city, just just be mindful of, of local politicians and their agendas and what they're trying to pass off on on the on the general public. All right? Y'all be good, be safe. Well, I'll holler at you. Peace.